Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we are going to be talking about that time of the month. Shark Week, Aunt Flo, whatever it is that you want to call it, you do call it, or you called it in middle school, because we can look at our period, yes, look at our period and take that information and know what went on in our body over the course of our 28-ish day cycle. Think of your period as a report card. It is giving you information of hormonal imbalances or if your hormones are balanced and things are going good. We're going to talk about the different types of things to look at with your period and talk about what a healthy balanced period feels like because yes, a lot of our society has taught us that, you know, severe cramping and feeling miserable feverish, nausea, can't can't get out of bed, painful boobs and acnes, migraines, like these are all things that happen because of our monthly cycle. And yes, a lot of us women have hormonal imbalances, but instead of addressing it as these are signs of hormonal imbalances, it's like, well, it's just happening around that time of the month and that's what happens when you're a woman. No, like it does not have to be that way. So a healthy period... I was reading the book, The Betty Body, and it's a super, super good book by Stephanie Estima. It's called The Betty Body. Super good book. I really, really like it. But she talked about an experience specifically how in her life when she was just super stressed out, always go, 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 always pushing through life, this thing, that thing, the other thing, like periods were miserable for her. It's very like what she describes in her book is very common in our culture today of how we as women are accepting this is how we should feel. But when she was talking about it in her book is really our period starts, it flows and it goes. That is what a healthy period cycle, what a healthy menstrual cycle should feel like for the majority of us. Yes, a little bit of cramping can be normal and doesn't necessarily mean that there's imbalances. If your cramping is enough to make you want to reach for mitol or painkillers, like something that severe, you do want to take that as a sign of something is imbalanced. Okay, but a little bit of cramping, just, you know, feeling it, kind of acknowledging like there's cramping going on, but you don't necessarily need to spend the whole day on the couch or grab pain medication, right? So a healthy period starts, it flows, it goes. So lasting about four to seven days, it should look like a deep cherry red 
and be clot free. And your cycle should show up every 28-ish days. So 28 to 32-ish days is that like range of when our cycle should um, start each month. So if you're in that healthy range, you know, minimal cramping, maybe there's slight cramping, barely there lasting four to seven days. It start, it flows, it goes, and that is what your cycle is like, then girlfriend, that's a good sign that your hormones are in balance. But what about if your period doesn't look like that, if it doesn't feel like that? Well, we're going to talk about it, and I want you, yes, to pay attention the next time you have your monthly cycle and see what this information, what this information is trying to tell you. So if your period is bluish purple, you know, lots of clumps or clots going on in your period, and Having a menstrual cup is a really good way of actually noticing what's going on in your cycle. It gives you versus like a tampon. So if you have a menstrual cup, this is a great way to like when you dump it out, take a look, take a look at it. What is this going to tell you? So if it's purple, lots of clumps and clots, very heavy, this is a sign of excess estrogen. So if you're having these clots, heaviness, cramping, mood swings, migraine, that is a sign that your estrogen is too high, also known as estrogen dominance. What if your period starts and it's like brownish? So if your period is brownish and it's either brownish when it starts or at the end of your period that it's kind of this brownish color, this is a sign of low progesterone. And we create progesterone by ovulating. So other signs of low progesterone are anxiety, stress, mood swings, irregularity in your periods, fatigue, brain fog. Progesterone is associated a lot with mood and energy and emotion. And so if your cycle is that brownish color when it begins or at the tail end of your period, that is a sign of low progesterone. If your period is pale pink, that is a sign of low estrogen, and this typically means your periods are probably shorter, like maybe three-ish days long, and you know, like sometimes, oftentimes we feel like if our period is shorter and lighter, it should be a good thing, right? But that is a sign. If it's pale pink in color, shorter in duration, a sign of low estrogen estrogen. So that is what I want you to take a look at and take that information and become aware of the signs that your body is trying to tell you when you are having your period, when you're starting your menstrual phase. And I want a disclaimer about birth control because my friends, I I know I don't say this in like shame or anything, but my friends, your birth control period is not a period. It's a placebo reaction based on the hormonal birth control that you are taking that psychologically happens so you feel like you're having a period. It is a withdrawal from those um those synthetic hormones. It's not an actual period. And I do have a birth control episode that is really just information that I feel every woman needs to know about 
birth control because we're told like if we have if we get on birth control it helps us balance our hormones helps our periods to be regular and that is not at all what birth control does and I didn't know this information and I do just like sharing that I share it in the standpoint of I feel it is your choice I will not judge you I was on birth control for years in my life when it served the purpose of me being on birth control for that time in my life And I truly believe like it's totally and completely up to you, but you do need to know that your period while on birth control isn't a period. So this type of information and looking at what your cycle is like isn't necessarily going to show you like, oh, your estrogen dominance, because if you're taking a birth control or you have birth control that is giving you estrogen and progestin, like the fluctuations aren't happening and it's not giving you signs of what's going on in your body. So there's that preface on birth control. If you are experiencing and you notice like, okay, I'm having these signs and symptoms and now I can concur by the look of what's going on during my menstrual phase, what do you do next? The next thing to do is absolutely consult with your doctor. I'm not claiming to be a doctor or a healthcare practitioner at all, but reach out to your doctor, have a conversation, and then you can definitely start living cyclically. Start taking the advice that I give in the podcast episodes on you know, moving your body and nourishing your body in sync with your cycle. You can also learn this in my feminine fitness foundations program but if you do obviously have those hormonal imbalances i do suggest you can definitely check in with your doctor to get if you needed another if like personally you wanted another blood test to confirm these types of ranges but also those normal ranges it's just kind of like if you want that that conversation with your doctor about this is what I'm feeling and experiencing. This is what's happening during my menstrual phase. And hopefully you are working with a really great practitioner that is there to support you because I I don't subscribe to like doctors just want to slap medication on to everybody. Yeah, I'm sure there's doctors that will that do that. But doctors are also human. They do want to, I think, care about their patients. And if you are going to a doctor that you don't feel cares about you as their patient, then probably get another doctor. But definitely talk to your doctor. Start living in sync with your cycle. Start doing things that are supportive of your hormones, your gut health, and support your metabolism. Because yes, you can absolutely do things to support your hormonal fluctuations throughout the month that'll help subside these symptoms. Let's just take, for example, that estrogen dominance. We are wanting to have high fiber foods during the first like 14, 16 days of our cycle because those high fiber foods will help bind with the excess estrogen. And when we are eating in high fiber foods and it's binding with that excess estrogen and we are pooping every single day, 
That is how our hormones eliminate is through our gut. And if you're not pooping every single day or multiple times a day, you're not getting rid of those excess hormones, excess estrogen, and that leads to the estrogen dominance, the excess estrogen, causing you to have those signs of like clumps and clots and heavy cramps, heavy mood swings, migraine, acne during your period. But you don't fix that problem overnight. It happens over time, right? But you can absolutely do things that are supportive of your hormonal fluctuations instead of things that sabotage your hormonal fluctuations. And I've seen through myself, many of my friends, many of my clients that these small shifts in lifestyle changes and and things that are supportive of our cycle make a big difference, a big difference. A lot of my clients that had cystic acne and migraines consistently before working with me, because remember, I focus on what is supportive during this phase. Like what is, what do we want to add in during this phase to make sure you're supporting this phase? And when my clients are focused on that, they're not paying attention to, I should cut this, I shouldn't do that. We are focused on this is supportive of the particular phase that we're in. And they've seen like within um, one or two cycles, Things like their migraines are not like not there and acne has been so good. And I know I'm going to be getting some of my amazing clients that I've worked with in the past to come on here and share their stories and experiences with you because no, I can't claim to take away all these symptoms, but they can come on here, share their stories, share their experiences, share before implementing what they learn in the feminine fitness program and share what things are like going on now and that is powerful so like would you guys like it if I brought on some of my previous clients to talk about this and they're all so unique and wonderful and different and they all had different signs and symptoms and things that they were wanting to work through and by working together and supporting our hormonal fluctuations they have seen some amazing results and outcomes that make their lives so much better because I know if you're suffering with like heavy periods, painful, painful periods, migraines, like um, headaches, nausea, acne, like that throws a wrench in a lot of other areas in your life for your career, your family, right? Like it throws a wrench in, uh, in a lot. And so while I do sympathize with all of that, because I know those of you with PCOS endometriosis you've been told that this is always just the way things are going to be but I would just encourage you to start thinking about does it have to does it have to can I start learning how to support my feminine hormones can I start learning about this can I start trying some of these things and see what happens because my friend Corinne who has the mind your hormones podcast and then also a handful of my own clients have had PCOS diagnoses and endometriosis diagnoses and they have seen big shifts and changes for themselves I obviously can't claim that you will too but wouldn't it feel much better if you started working with your body getting to know your body instead of feeling like you're just a victim 
to these feelings, right? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Reach out to me if you have any questions. Share this podcast with your girlfriend. You know she needs to hear about this too and knows that she needs to, you know, look at how things are going each and every month and use that as information and feedback. So thank you so much for listening today and I will catch you in the next episode.